you will receive us. Donnie, you're out of your element. It's not a tumor. My first wife was targeted. She's a pilot now. Oh, now you're gonna shoot me in my pinky toe. Shut up! And literally, fuck your own face! We're back with another one, and uh, I would like to start out by saying that I was retarded last week. The rumor thing going on with uh, GTA. Yeah. So I called it like the the European like rating thing. I called it that EULA or whatever. No, that's the uh, end user license agreement. So I'm retarded. <laughs> that's what everybody signs. Now, maybe I heard that that was going to be a part of it. It was going to be a part of signing that as you have to upload it. Mm -hmm. But I'm just hoping that it's the European market. It's not the American market because that's going to irritate the fuck out of me. Yeah. Uh, but apparently uh, Peggy 18, like Peggy is what their thing is. Yeah. So I just wanted to set the record straight that, you know, I was retarded and... I lived up to the name of the pod. So, just clarification there. Uh, end, um, end user licensing agreement. Everybody has to sign that shit whenever you are like going online or whatever for any game. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> also, I found out because I told you that you needed to check out Star Citizen. Yeah. I started fucking with it, you know. Apparently, the game does wipe. So, because it's an alpha. Oh, yeah. So, like, you can, like, grind your way to get some, like, kick-ass ship, and then an update will come out. And, and you'll lose it. And you'll lose it. You'll have to grind your way to get it again. Okay. That kind of makes me, like, less, like, gung-ho about it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I do enjoy that it is extremely in-depth. Yeah. I was pissed yesterday. I was hell-bent trying yeah. to learn how to play the fucking game. And it was really cool that, you know, I was, like, stuck in prison. Because you can go to prison in the game. Yeah. And I was just like, I only have, like, 5,000 fucking units left. It was, like, credits, unit, whatever it was. And this guy was just like, check again. And I checked. He handed, he gave me 500K. Oh, shit. And he was just like, we're in the game, bro. <laughs> I was just, that, it was kick-ass. That was cool. Yeah, like, you die and you lose everything that's on you. And then... If you died, like, on a planet that has no oxygen, you have to have money to buy a suit to go get, to go find your corpse. Oh, yeah. To try and get shit back. So, I was just like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like, I can't even leave my ship. I can't leave the little city. Yeah. So, that was pretty cool of them. But, I guarantee there's a lot of assholes on that game, too. Yeah, I hear you can, like, literally be fucking enslaved in that game. And, like, crazy shit like that. I don't, I don't know about that, but... I seen a thing, and it was like, this dude, and he was just like, he made a deal with somebody on there. And he was like, okay. And he took this dude to a planet, and then he gave him stuff to mine on the planet. But the only way off the planet was his ship, because it was so far away, right? And he basically just came back and forth and would just wouldn't take anybody away. And he would just collect shit that they collected. And he was just using them as fucking labor, yeah. So, like, if those characters logged in, the only option they had was to mine for their, you know, their daily earnings. It was it was cool, though, because I ended up in prison. I, uh, I went on some, like, 
mercenary quest. I was trying to, I was supposed to help, like, take out these bandits. And I walked in the room, and I just saw a dude, and I immediately shot him in the face. Oh, yeah. It was a security guard. So I got put in prison for assaulting a security guard. And I look at it, and they're like, yeah, you're going to be in prison for three hours. Like, in real yeah. time, game time. Three hours. So I had to run around and mine shit and, like, sell off, like, the dead bodies that were around. I had to sell off, like, their mining guns and stuff to try yeah. and get enough merits to get out early. But it was it was fun. It was fun to just be like, oh, there's actually consequences in this. Mm-hmm. And you are you have to adhere to the laws and the system that you're in. So yeah. they send you a list of like this is how much you have to pay if you do this, and this is how much you have to pay to do that, or you go to prison. <laughs> and just like cool, man. Fair cool. enough. Fair enough. So yeah, it's it is buggy. Yeah. There was one time I landed on a planet to try and pick up a package, and my ship like just skyrocketed into the sky. Oh shit! I landed and hopped out, and it just went poof. Yeah, it just blew just like, away. What the fuck? It was far enough. It was close enough that I was able to hop back into the cockpit because it was like ragdolling all over oh, the yeah. place. <laughs> but yeah, it 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 is buggy. It is buggy. Fair. I went to go pick up another package. It just disappeared. I couldn't finish it. I couldn't finish the delivery. It just disappeared. I guess they got some bugs to flush out. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's like forty five bucks. It's alpha, like you said. So. Yeah, it's like forty five bucks, and it was it's a it's a refreshing change. I like I like the fact that you know this developer. You know, a lot of people claim it's a scam and whatnot, but it's you know it they've made a lot of money yeah. for it. So I just I like that indie studios. You know, I'm okay with early access as long as it's you know, a small developer. Yeah. If EA comes out with something that's your early access, get fucked, dude. I'm not I'm not messing with you. <laughs> Fair right? enough. You're a multi billion dollar you have fucking stock. Yeah. If you have stock, don't release an early access game. That's that's my thought process on it. That's that's pretty true. That's pretty true. Like if you got the money, like come on. Yeah. Give us a polished goddamn game. Yeah. Yeah, can afford it. Yeah. So, uh, what's been up with you this week? Well, you know, working out as per usual and, you know, the gas station job. You know, basically like watching cops as, you know. Bad uh, boys. Yeah, exactly. Um, one night, I, I, there was like four people arrested in a row within like a three hour period and their cars towed away. Just like in a row. I'm just like. I'm assuming for drugs. I don't, I'm not sure why. I, I wasn't like paying attention or looking in, but I just, they, they took them out of their car. They took them over to the, uh, their vehicle. They shut the door. They had a canine unit. They took everything out of their vehicles and their vehicle got towed. I bet it was drugs. All four of them. Yeah. And I was just like, my God, man, they're busy tonight. Speaking of drugs, did you hear that Ohio is going to be legalizing? Yeah, I yeah. heard about that. That's crazy. We're surrounded now. Yeah. I think, well, no, Kentucky, I think, is just medical. Yeah, it's just medical. But Indiana's just, we're sticking with crack for now. <laughs> the, I, I hear that the next session, they're going to pass it. 
mainly because the Republicans have come to the conclusion that if they don't, then they are going to get voted out for people that will. Yeah, I mean, They've it's a no-brainer now. It just brings money to the state. Like, let's, let's be real. This is stupid. I don't like how it's rumored that they're going to framework it, though. Like, the people that are going to be able to, like, grow, distribute, like, sell and all that are going to be, like, just a select few of, like, these uh, major so companies. So it's going to be this monopolized shit? Yeah, uh-huh. I don't I don't like that because we're in an area, you know, this, this area, there's corn fucking everywhere. Yeah. Like, how many farmers would be like, I'm not going to grow corn anymore. I'm going to have fields of hemp. Yeah. Because I can actually sell the hemp. Yeah, and if they can get a license to grow hemp, hemp, it makes money, man, because you, that, like... It grows quick, and you can make a lot of things that use wood with hemp, and it's a lot cheaper and more affordable. You know what I mean? Like, more long-term. Like, that shit would skyrocket if we had the ability to do so, but we're still just growing corn Well, and, and lima beans or whatever the fuck. A part of me thinks that the plastic industry and, like, you know, the oil, because plastic is basically a petroleum product. So it's a byproduct of, you know, refining and everything. So I think that that particular industry is one of the big fights to halt it. Because they know that hemp will grow very, very quickly. It it takes it takes hemp like six months to mature to like it's like it's full growth. And it takes like three. I guess it depends on which one, but like to get to its full size, but and a tree takes what 15 20 years yeah to get to a decent size well have you not seen uh, <clears throat> people comparing lumber from like the 1920s to today where the 1920s it has like 60 rings in a 2 by 4 and then it goes down to it goes to today and it's like 16 yeah because they grow try and grow it so fucking fast that it's not as dense it's not high quality lumber yeah. it's not it's not it's not fully developed as it should yeah it i'm i'm all for you know us needing materials to you know yeah. build and all that stuff but that's where i think hemp would come into it cuz i've i've also heard they do mm-hmm. insulation um, oh yeah they have like i i saw a thing a while back it was like these hemp like cinder blocks that they made and oh, it yeah. also works as like insulation mm-hmm. but they can like interlock together to where you're also not having to put a bunch of mortar down that wears out yeah, over time they like it's fire resistant i seen a thing and it was like making paper out of it the the fibers and it was like like a hundred it was like 180 percent more cost effective than using lumber well you know our constitution was it was written on hemp paper. Really? Yeah. Huh. I didn't yeah, know in that. DC that they're the original copy that they have under lock and key that like if you sneeze near it you're going to prison. Oh shit. Like that they're it's secure as fuck. Nicholas Cage couldn't actually steal it. No way. No way. That's Hollywood That's, bullshit. Yeah. But no, it was hemp paper. That's what they used. That's crazy. That that was one of our cash crops whenever we were a colony. It was hemp paper. It, it was hemp. Well, we need to go back to the way it was because that shit's efficient. And I don't know why we swapped. Well, because, you know, the paper industry, the, you know, the lumber industry was like, mm-hmm. you know, 
oh, we can't have that because my profits will get fucked over. I seen a thing about, it was like a, I didn't see the full documentary, I'm still watching it, but it was talking about how breakfast is, it was a marketing scheme. And I wasn't, like, on board with it at first, but after seeing the evidence shown, it's kind of crazy. That might be true. Well, look so, at the food pyramid, dude. Yeah, yeah. So so here, here's basically the basis on the, the theory, okay? In, I can't remember the exact date. It was like really early 1900s, right? And there you could, there's like ads and stuff you can see that they made for it. And it's basically like they were having trouble selling meat and eggs because they were going bad. And they needed to figure out how to get it out quicker. Yeah. Because... They didn't have the refrigeration at the time and stuff like that, so they needed to sell it. They need to they need to bring up the the market. Yeah. So what they did was you could see these ads, and it was like breaking new study shows that the most important meal of the day is breakfast. And if you don't eat your breakfast, you are you are mal you are malnourishing yourself for the day, and this, this and that, and make you know all these things. Because before you would work and then you would eat. Yeah. That's how it worked. Well, people then started buying bacon and eggs and ham and this, this, and that to eat in the morning before they would go to work. And then, you know, that helped that problem, and it kind of just stuck. And I've seen the ads, and it's like, they're really, really old, but it is crazy. Like, they've got some, like, really fucking weird nutritional, like, recommendations. It was just like saying to use, like, a, a third of a cup of lard and... Four eggs, and then bacon, and then a roasted ham, and then it was talking about toast, buttered toast, and all kinds of stuff, and I'm like, holy fuck. Like, if you ate that shit every single morning, and you weren't just, like, shredding, working out, you are gonna, that's, that's, that's terrible for you. You know what I mean? Well, I, I'd say the biggest meal I eat in the day is breakfast. Like, but I try and do mm-hmm. high pro lots of eggs, you know, yeah. ham, bacon, you know, all that. But I also don't eat lunch. Yeah. You know, but, that's that's the that's the thing that I figured out worked for me. Yeah. Is that I eat all that, I get full, and then I just I don't eat for the rest of the day, and yeah. then I have something for dinner. So. It may not be how it used to be. Yeah. It, it used to be where you yeah. know you would you would work and then you'd have a, a good lunch and then that would get you through mm. the day until dinner. But this was also back in the time when there mm-hmm. wasn't a shitload of preservatives. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not saying this is necessarily how things should be or the better way. I just think it's interesting to see how things have changed and how it wasn't a natural, just normal thing. We came to the conclusion it was a marketing. Campaign just that like caused, the, that's the food pyramid that we were taught in yeah, school. Yeah, it's bullshit. It was wrong, completely wrong. It's bullshit. It should probably be fucking upside down. Yeah, damn near. Not quite. Not quite. That that, that bottom one still stays on the bottom. But no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do carbs. I wouldn't do carbs like that. I wouldn't have the you know twelve servings of grain. Oh, that they is recommend. that is that what's on the bottom? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I, I, I would. I guess I, I would even limit. Know the I would limit the carbs. You know, you still need carbs. I'm about to say, if, if, if you want my recommendation of the my favorite diet, it's 40-30-30. That's my favorite. And that's protein, carbs, you know. Yeah. 
I I like uh, I don't shy away from protein. I don't shy away from vegetables. I don't shy away from you know fats. I do shy away from. I try and limit the amount of carbs. I need carbs. If Your you, body needs if, carbs. If you work out, I promise you, if you work out hard and you're constantly stressing your muscles, carbs will not be a problem for you at all because you'll be using them. The reason people get brain fog, the reason carbs put on weight for a lot of people, and you can lose weight and eat bread. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. You're wrong if you believe, if you think that shit. You're wrong. You just don't work out. That's what it is. Yeah. If you use the glycogen in your body and you, you use the glucose in your body, it has to be restored. It has to. Your body needs it to use your muscles. And where do you get that? Carbs. Because carbs are going to turn to sugar if you don't use them. That's why they're so bad is they turn to sugar. I'm so tired of hearing this online. Yeah. Carbs is scary. No, carbs are good for you if you use them. Moderation. Mm-hmm. So eat your carbs and then get you a good workout in every day. Try to exert yourself somehow. Yeah, use you them. were you were talking about HIIT training. That's mm-hmm. what you've been doing lately. Yeah, there's... It, it's it's frowned upon by a lot of people, but I find it, especially for people who are time, like they don't have a lot of time, it's very, it, I think it's probably the most effective method if you want to grow your muscles and your, your, your health with the shortest amount of time possible, but with the most growth. So I don't do the full hit training, like he says, where you only work out two or three hours a week. I do way more than that, but his is like, you do one set to absolute complete failure, like you can like true exertion. Like it takes it takes some mental fortitude to do that. But I do something similar, but not quite to that degree. I do like three sets for a single exercise, but the last one I will go to absolute complete failure. Like I, I got to lay on the ground type failure. Yeah, and. If you do this, and it's it's hard to do this regularly. I'll I'll be honest, it's hard. You gotta, cause not you don't always have the energy to fucking go balls to the wall. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not Superman or something. But if you can do that, you will see exponential growth really quickly. And you got you only have to do this three four times. I only do this three four times a week, and then the rest of the days I do light cardio, where I just walk, run, or. You know, do stretches, just simple stuff. And the the weight melts off of me because my body's constantly in repair mode. It's going to constantly use carbs to repair my shit. I got so much hypertrophy. My muscles are getting larger, and therefore my calorific deficit is getting larger. So I can eat even more. I can be even more careless with what I eat. So that discipline I've gained is... It's still there, but I can eat more. So I'm losing weight even quicker because of that. It it all just cla- it all just crashes down on you at once and you realize how if you just stay consistent with all these things, how easy it is and your body, you know, benefits. You know what I mean? So for anybody who is, doesn't have time, maybe like I don't know, fifteen, twenty minutes a day, I'd recommend hit training. Do three sets of a single, like maybe like two workouts, and then take them to absolute failure, and then rest for two days, and then do it again for another body part. Give that a try, because it doesn't take a lot of time, and you get exponential growth. And see, I'm I'm in the other uh, lane where 
I like to do, you know, some workouts, but it's it's just to kind of get mm-hmm. get moving. Yeah. So, you know, for those people that are, you know, big boys, because it takes you, it took you a long time to get where you were. Oh God, yeah, yeah. And it's not gonna, you're not gonna just flip a switch and then you're gonna look mm-hmm. like David Goggins. Yeah. When I very 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 first started, I couldn't do a single push up. I could do like four sit-ups in a row. I was doing 15 jumping jacks and then having to like sit down. Like it was bad. So don't feel bad about yourself. If if literally standing up is exerting you, do it 10 times and then take a break. I'm telling you anything is better than nothing than yeah. what you're doing. And I I would recommend the small changes like trying to get off soda. I can't drink soda now. Yeah. I think the last time I tried a Coke was um, I think it was a year ago, and I was just like, "Can I have water?" Like, and and the way to do that, because I I hear people that are, "Oh, I have to have my Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. I have to have my Mountain Dew in the morning." And it's just that's it's liquid Jolly Rancher. Yeah, it's just it's terrible for you. It's I'd like to also point something out. If a Coca Cola spilled in a lab somewhere in a lab, they have to bring a hazmat crew. You can't touch it. You can't clean it up. They have to bring a hazmat crew to clean up Coca-Cola. What the fuck are you talking about? Coca-Cola, the drink. If they spill it in a lab scenario, it's spilt or somewhere, a hazmat crew has to come and clean it up. Well, they don't do that at McDonald's. Yeah, but in those scenarios, like if you spill like water or like tea or something you could wipe it up but because it's coca-cola you have to get a hazmat crew in i have seen videos where coca-cola will eat rust yeah like they literally because of the chemical some chemical thing in it you're not allowed to touch it or get near it in the lab scenario and a fucking crew has to come why would you drink something that requires a hazmat crew i whenever i saw the video of coca-cola eating rust i was just like damn what's that doing to my gut yeah like that's uh, and have you ever seen the videos of them boiling coke down to where it's just the sugar? Mm-mm. It's damn near a third of the bottle is just just powder, just crystalled sugar. It's damn near a third of the bottle, dude. Could you, like, imagine just, like, pouring water in that and mixing it up and drinking it. You'd be like, damn, that's some sweet-ass water. See, I, I, would, I would recommend not going about... Dylan's idea of, you know, because he was an asshole to himself. Mm-hmm. What? How long did you say you just ate chicken and rice for? For six, six, seven months, something like that. At like that, when, when you're trying to get into, you know, fitness or, you know, just trying to get more healthy, I, I look at it as small steps because it took you a long time to get there. It's going to take you a long time to get out of it. And you don't want to relapse. Mm-hmm. And if you deny yourself every single bit of happiness, because let's face it, when you're fat, I'm still fat. Sugar is nice. Sugar makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And so you have to start weaning yourself off of it. But if you just completely cut it out, mm-hmm. it's just like the crack addict trying to go cold turkey and not smoke any crack. Yeah. They're going to relapse and they're going to smoke a fuckload of crack. Yeah. 
And I'd you're going to the, sit there I'd and eat for the entire av- pie. Yeah. For the average person, I'd say that is the scenario, yeah. Now, I, w- I will say, I agree with you for most people. I would do your method. But one thing I will say about my method is when you haven't had anything for six months and you've disciplined yourself to never have those things and you've basically your body's like, I'll never have that again. When you finally do indulge and you just have a fucking scoop, just one spoonful, it is like getting hit with a truck of dopamine. You don't understand. I took a fucking, I I went to the uh, Cheesecake Factory with my buddy. And this was when I finally got to just about the weight I wanted. It was a thousand calories for a slice. I said I wasn't going to eat the whole thing. All I needed was one bite. I ate one bite and I am telling you, that was the closest I have ever been to fucking nutting from food. <laughs> it was amazing. The fu- it was so crazy. Like, I literally was like leaned back in my chair, just like fucking season out and shit. It was so good. And Caleb was like, you good, bro? I was like, I just met God. You know why that was so good? Because that cheesecake was probably mid to most people or average. I hadn't had anything for six months my body didn't even think that shit was available to me ever again i that it was it was a unbelievable experience i can't even explain it see you tried to it made it gave me the shakes man my hands were like this when i was done i can't even explain it it was like getting fucking in a fight see you tried to murder your inner fat kid see, you have no i i chained him to the fucking wall <laughs> And was just like, suffer, bitch. Yeah. You gon' you gonna learn today. Like it and occasionally like let him off the leash mm-hmm. and said, you know, okay, let's have something. My my guilty pleasure is deep fried food and, and a cheeseburger once in a while. Those are my like bad foods that I like. I got a Hardy's fucking monster triple cheeseburger. I don't know if you, it's got bacon on it. Oh, yeah. Cheese, triple cheeseburger. I fucking loved those before I lost all that weight. I ate one of those, and oh, my God. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I could only eat half of it because of the size of that fucking thing. I gained no weight. I still lost the same amount of weight I'd been losing. I ate the rest of it at the end of the day. And I didn't feel bad at all. I worked out just the same. Didn't feel sluggish. Your body, like, adapts. And if you have things just once in a while, you'll be totally fine. It's just like, I... You just gotta get to the point where you don't have it all the time. It's gotta be subtle. Once in a while. See, I got I got into the bad habit of drinking in the evening. Where yeah. I'd have a couple beers... While we're making dinner or something, getting a little bit of a buzz, and then whenever I eat, I kind of ate it away, and that's what got me to the point where I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna go to bed. Mm-hmm. Well, I and that you know how beer drinking a beer is like having seven pieces of bread, and you were drinking all those carbs, right? You were sitting down eating food, going to your most vegetative state, slowing your body down. It's not metabolizing at the rate it should have been, and then you went straight to bed, slowing it down even more. Yeah. And every single bit of that glycogen, every bit of that those carbs got turned to sugar in your body. So the past couple weeks I've I've only had a couple beers. That's probably why your weight's melting so much. Well, because yeah. you cut out all those all that fat buildup 
overnight. Well, it's, um, you know, doing my squats and stuff like that. That helps, too. Yeah, it, it, because yesterday, dude, I had, like, a 1,600-calorie fucking dinner at Five Guys. I mean, I fucked up that cheeseburger. That, hey, that's no problem as long as you keep working out and you don't do it all the time. But I noticed that the the first week that you know I I was I basically said I'm not drinking unless it was Kill Tony night. If it was Kill Tony night. I'll sit down. You know, it's like I'm it's like I'm I'm simulating being a comedy show. I go I have a beer or something whenever I go to the comedy club, mm-hmm. and you know that's my you know they have a two item. Minimum, so it's just like I'll order a couple beers. I didn't even get a buzz, and so then this past week, I sat down and I had I had one IPA left, and then I had some Bud Light, my Pecker Juice. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it funnier than hell to me that people were just like, "Oh, Bud Light's gay." Yeah, and it's just like fuck you, dude. Like, it's still cheap it's, beer. It didn't it, change. Yeah, it's got drinkability, man. It's it's rice beer. Yeah, but. I chugged that IPA because those IPAs are seven, seven and a half percent is what that one was. I started to feel a buzz coming on and I felt myself getting more and more retarded. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I don't think I like this anymore. So obviously if you're like a hardcore alcoholic, like quitting cold turkey can kill you. Alcohol can kill you. But you ever see people that has the cirrhosis of the, I think it's called that, of the liver or something? Cirrhosis, Yeah. Dude, what the fuck? Like, they can't hardly stomach alcohol, but they need it to survive, so they're just, like, constantly gagging and sound like they're puking and they're, like, fucking shaking and shit. That shit is scary, and it can happen to anybody who drinks every day. See, my time in the liquor industry, I saw a lot of people that had a serious problem. Holy fuck. And that's what kept me from getting a serious problem. That's why I could stop, because I had the moderation. I... Very rarely got just, like, blackout drunk. Yeah. You know, obviously, when you turn 21, that's another problem we have in the country is that, you know, in Europe, if your parents are okay with it, you're able to have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. You know, you're 12 years you old. You go to restaurants and order a drink if your parents are cool with it. Yeah. They just look and they're like, you cool with this? And they're like, yeah, he can have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And so whenever you get to, you know... If we had that in this country, yep. I don't think that kids would be out like getting hammered. Yeah, when you shelter children from something, the moment they get the freedom to explore it, they're going to dive head first because they've been deprived of getting to experience it. Or when you tell them it's bad. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't understand alienizing things that children will do when they're adults anyway. Be honest with children and just, you know, make sure they're educated on things. This shit's silly. Because if kids don't know anything about something and you don't tell them and you make it, you alienize it, then they're going to figure it out on their own. And that can be dangerous. That's when they fall into the trap. What, uh, what, you know, like if, you, if, you, if your kid comes up and is just like curious about marijuana and you're like, don't do that. You never talk about that. Shut, you know. Don't ever speak of that in this household again. The and they, they associate that with something horrific and terrible, but they're curious about it. But they know if they bring it up around you, you're going to strike them down with the mighty claw of God. Well, that's where D.A.R.E. was like the worst mm-hmm. fucking thing that could happen to the youth of America. Because they they made, they especially whenever they schedule it, they schedule cannabis as Schedule 1. Mm-hmm. I want to say I looked it up. 
I was just, I was curious, like, what exactly is a Schedule One? It means that there is no medical purpose for it. Cocaine is Schedule Two. Yeah. So they claim that cannabis is worse than cocaine. It's like, it's the same as heroin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, heroin has medical use. Look at fucking Oxycontin. Yeah. Like, it's synthetic fucking heroin. So, when, when you know, the D.A.R.E. officer was talking about how bad cannabis was and everything, and then the kid finally, like, reaches high school and somebody's like, hey, dude, you want to spark up? Yeah. And the peer pressure gets the best of them and they actually try it and they're like, wait a minute, this just makes me giggly and, like, yeah. I want to eat Funyuns. Yeah. And it's like, but, this is great. But I'm just saying, especially in this day and age, you would much rather your kids experience these things with you or in a safer environment than out in the fucking streets where there could be fentanyl, anything. If your kid is curious about something or... It doesn't even necessarily have to be drugs. It could be anything. Just just curious about anything. Just be honest with your kid and make sure they're educated. That's all I'm saying. Because I see so many times there's so many parents that shelter their kids from the world. And let's be honest, people. This is not a happy-go-lucky pretty world. It's a bitter place. And if you make your kids believe it's a happy-go-lucky world and then you let them go free when they're 18, guess what? It's going to be rough. Because they're going to see, you know, that everything you taught them was an illusion. And they're not prepared. Yep. So, like, come on. Come on, people. It's happened so, especially in the religious scene. I work with a lot of religious people, and they they got so many kids they keep a choker chain on and don't let them experience the world or do anything. And the moment they turn 18, they turn into crazy, wild motherfucking kids. And you know why? Because they they never got to do nothing. You know? I I loathe religion. Mm-hmm. I've actually this this past week, I told myself that I was gonna take a break from the news podcast until I started seeing headlines that didn't mention Israel. Yeah, and it's been lovely. It's been lovely. Mm-hmm. I I know it's happening. I'm not denying that it's happening. But it's but nice I to not have sick, it shoved down your throat. Constantly. I got sick and fucking tired of just hearing about how our country, like, there's a large portion of our country that just wants to blow Israel. That I feel bad for the citizens of Israel. I feel bad for the citizens of Gaza. Mm-hmm. I just don't want my countrymen to be sent there to fucking die for it. Yeah. It's Something a, that has absolutely nothing to do with us. Well, and it's a piece of fucking land that some book, some D-bag in a robe, mm-hmm. fucking millennia ago, wrote down that it was a holy place, and all these people are wanting to fight and die over it. Yeah. And I just I just don't... I, I fucking hate that all sides... The, the top three, Christian, Hebrew, and Islam... They all fucking kind of hate each other. Yeah. And it's just And they're like, all the same thing, by the way. They're, they're all, all the Abrahamic exact, lang- religions. They're, they're all the exact same fucking story. <clears throat> it, it just irritates the fuck out of me. And the most hypocritical people I've ever met go to church. Mm-hmm. My biological father is one of them. Biological father is one of them. I thought about um, just fucking with him just being an asshole because I don't talk to him I thought about sending him a birthday card because his birthday is like in February Yeah, I thought about just sending him a birthday card that was just like 
Hey, happy! It, you, I would have been better off if you died in that car accident day. Oh fuck! <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> Can you imagine getting that shit? Holy shit! Well, you know, it, it was, it was, uh, it was an eye-opening experience. Like mm-hmm. whenever I was a kid, I wanted to like have a relationship with my father. Yeah. Right. And then, like, he got into this car accident, but his face got peeled off. Yeah. He went through a windshield because he was drinking and driving. Oh, classy. Yeah, and his face got peeled. He lost 22 units of blood, and the human body apparently only carries, like, 20. Oh, fuck. So, yeah, like, his body was trying to produce, and, yeah, he bled out that much. But, uh... After his recovery and everything, you know, mom was like, you know, don't worry about child support, just try and get back on your feet, you know, make sure, you know, you get better kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. And then I saw him after he recovered, and he was just like, you know, uh, I found Jesus, and uh, Jesus told me that I needed to take your mom to court for child support. And I was just like, wow, wow. So Jesus told him that? Yeah. Yeah, he claimed Jesus told him that. I think it was his cunt wife. But I fucking hate her guts, too. Yeah. She's one of the most judgmental fucking bitches I've ever met in my life. Religious people are good at that. Yeah. You know, that. You know. by the way, that's, that's a sin in all three of those books, is to cast judgment upon others. Yeah. By the way. That's why I don't adhere to it, because I'm a judgmental prick. Mm-hmm. I talk out of my ass. If you take offense to me talking out of my ass and talking shit... Yeah. That shows that you need to do some self-reflection on yourself. I will, I will say, when I judge people, I try to only judge them on things that affect others negatively. If you got, like, a fucked up face, I'm just going to be like, look at this fucking clown ass. Look at this goofy motherfucker. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I might cast jokes, you know, a little bit with just with my close friends, but I'm not going to go up to you in public and tell you you're an ugly fucker, you yeah, know? Yeah. But if you're going around in public saying the N-word, saying some racist shit, I'm going to be like, dude, you, you an asshole, bro. Will you shut up? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to cast judgment upon you then. I have no problem about making jokes about appearance and stuff with your buddies and your close friends. But if you're in a public scenario, I'm never going to do that to somebody. Yeah. On something they can't change. Well, I don't... I don't much care for people anyway. Yeah. You know, people in large groups are are retarded. George Carlin got it right. You know how I feel about groups. Yeah, yeah. You told me. You told me. Ants. Big ass hive. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know why. When you get when you get people in a smaller group, you really get to dive into their person and you hear what they feel. But the moment you get more than five, six people in a group, they start to look around and mirror because yeah. they don't want to. That's what bothers me. They don't want to be. They don't want to be isolated. They want to be accepted. And the minute that happens, there's no longer a voice. They're just speaking. They're all speaking in unison. The same thing. And I'm guilty of it myself. I'm not claiming to be perfect or, like, I'm absent of this property. If I'm in a crowd, right, and the crowd's chanting some fucked up shit, I might join along so I don't get fucking trampled out. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you not, do you remember that meme of, uh, it, it was a, it was a photo, but the meme was like, you know, be this guy, mm-hmm. and it was a, uh, it was like one of the like, Nazi rallies, like, Hitler rallies, and, like, everybody, like, has their arm outstretched doing the salute, and there's this one guy with his fucking arms crossed, Yeah, he's just like, fuck this shit, my wife dragged me here, fuck this, 
It's like, be that guy. Yeah. Be the guy that can, you know, just be objective instead of going along with the crowd. Stick with your ideals, you know, and, you know, just stay firm. Because in those moments, it it's going to be hard because you got a lot of eyes looking at you that have opposing opinions. It's going to be tough, but just, just stay true to yourself because it, it's hard to, especially in this day and age where everybody's mimicking shit. And if you don't agree with the exact same thing, then you're a fucking... You're either a Nazi or a fucking communist or some fucking crazy, blown-over-the-top bullshit. Yeah. So, just stick true to yourself and try not to let others, you know, skew your opinion. A lot of... The crowd doesn't like when you just ask questions. Mm-hmm. So, ask questions. Just be like, hey, uh, seems a little fucked up. Why do you think that? It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Goes a long way. Just try to keep a like, keep calm too. Because the minute you start showing aggression or you start being rude, there's no more arguing or debate or there's no more debating. It's a fight at that point. They dig their heels in at that point. Yeah, yeah. just make sure you stay calm no matter how rude they're being. Just make sure you keep a calm complexion because as long as you act like it doesn't bother you, that's gonna burn them up inside. Because if I've learned anything through my life of being an asshole is the only person that wins is the one that's not mad. I don't care what's said. If you're fuming and you said everything and the other dude said two words and he's just like, you know, as he walks away, that's a dubski. He won. So uh, I found a new way to... Well, I heard of a new way. I haven't been able to do it yet. To deal with road rage. Yeah. You know how I do the gump wave? And apparently that sets people off. I heard a friend of mine says that his grandpa, whenever road rage happens, yeah, and they're like yelling at him, flipping him off and stuff, he just goes... <laughs> he, he, just like, he just kisses? Oh my god. What and I want to try it so fucking bad. <laughs> oh my god. He's like, dude, grandma's like sitting in the passenger seat, just like, god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Is that to like to calm them down? No, it pisses them, them off mad. even more. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to my buddy Caleb about that the other day. What what things make people the angriest? And it is a little different in video games compared to real life, I'd say. But we came to the conclusion that the most rude thing you can do on Sea of Thieves when you kill somebody, and there's a lot of rude things you can say and do, but we all came to the conclusion that the rudest thing you could hear come through the mic after you're killed is... <laughs> <laughs> if you hear that come through the mic, it is like that it really is true disrespect. And I thought about that, I was like, that's true. I'm gonna keep that one locked and loaded. <laughs> just turn on the mic for a second. Don't even say something. Just spit on them. Yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine? I'd be fucking whew. I'd be ready. I'd be ready to fucking sweat. Well that's a that I don't get the level upset. of the level of disrespect. I gotta deliver some some vengeance for that. I I understand some people that they get pissy about it because mm-hmm. they're like, dude, I just want to enjoy myself. Yeah, and you're griefing me. But that's a part of the game. Yeah, my thing is, I never get rude or toxic with the banter until they do. I'll do normal, just pirate, like, give me your booty, you scurvy fucker, you know? Like, simple stuff. But the minute you start talking about me, mum, 
or telling me I'm a fat American, guess what, motherfucker? I'm coming. I'm swinging. And I'm mean. I'm meaner than fuck. Well, we have... We have practice in this country. Yeah. I, we're just a bunch of... We're all shit talkers, and we're all good at shit talking. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's a reason we took the boat and got the fuck out of there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, no offense to Britain, but, you know. Or offense to Britain. Yeah. <laughs> or offense, yeah. Man, so many... that Those are the ones I always argue with on Sea of Thieves. Or just like the way you make sweet teas fucked up, or or tea, and the, the, they just hate me. They hate me. I'm just like, they're still salty, dude. They're they're asking why we're so fat, and I tell them the reason we're we're so fat is because we don't eat dog shit like fucking beans on toast and grilled tomato. You know, it's fucking it's it's stupid, man. Well, they don't have very much flavor. How, how did you literally, like, siege the entire world of everything it's ever owned, and you ended up with the shittiest, most boring fucking food? Dude, they they took over India. That's what I'm saying. They, you had every spice known to man, and you stuck with beans on toast? Indian food is, like, the best fucking food on the planet. It'll it'll blow your colon out. Well, but... I, there's, there's a reason that, you know, they... I've I've met m- many a people. I'd like to India. also side topic point out, by the way, ADHD moment from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, do tell. Um, Indian people eat like sixty, seventy percent oil in their food. It's super oily, and I rarely see a fat Indian person. By the way, I'd just like to point that out. Well, I... so if you if your diet consists of a lot of activity, you can eat a ton of fat. I don't think they have, they don't put very much salt in their food Mm -hmm. either. Yeah. So they're not retaining as much water. You know, the, I mean. They eat a lot of protein, a lot of fat. You know what I mean? And it's it's lean, it's like chicken and, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I just want to make it clear that a lot of people, they, they think, they like to associate a lot of things with, that are bad, like with I can't go straight Indian diet. Because I need a fucking cheeseburger every now and then. Mm-hmm. I want a steak every yeah. now and then. Like, and they—that's a no go for them. But I've I've met plenty of people from India, and the people that stick to that kind of a diet—that they have Indian food as their primary source of of substance—they rarely get sick. Yeah, and it's probably because of all the cayenne fucking pepper and shit. They got all kinds of good, really good quality stuff in there that has tons of vitamins in it too. Well, nothing can live in their fucking gut. Yeah. Because I'm I'm willing to bet I I worked with a guy that he would just he'd eat an entire bag of Thai chilies. That's crazy. Just that would be like a snack for him. And I'm said I eat one and I'd be like, "Damn, dude, that is fucking hot." Mhm. And he's just, oh, "I ain't that bad." I fucked up making Indian food one time. I read the recipe wrong. I thought it said tablespoons of cayenne. Oh, yeah. Tablespoons. So I put two tablespoons oh, of oh, cayenne it, it in it. It was teaspoon, wasn't it? It was teaspoon. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult to eat. It was so spicy. And I brought it in, and I was eating some leftovers. And he, I, he was just like, hey, can I try that? I want to see how you made it. And he tried it. He was like, I would have put more cayenne in it. Oh, fuck. Going, fuck, dude. I overdid it. Yeah, like, I'm dying over here. And and there, just was like, a, there was a foreign exchange student for a little while, whenever we were, whenever I was in high school, 
right? It was this Asian dude, and he brought this little box that his mom got him. I remember him opening it up, and the smell of it burnt my nose. There were just chilies cut in half with, with noodle or, like, some sort of, like, noodle and meat. But there were more of those chilies than anything. Yeah. It was almost all those chilies. And he was just just shoveling it in with those fucking chopsticks. And I was like, is that not hot? Is that not hot? And he was like, hot? And I was just like, yeah, hot. And I was like, does that not burn your mouth? And he's like, no, it's good. He was like, here. And he scooped off a little bit on this little plate thing that he had and he gave it to me. I'm telling you, I took one bite of one of those chilies and it had my mouth burning for three periods. It hurt so fucking bad. They're built different over there, man. I'm you're telling not a very you're not big into spicy foods. Not then, but now. Now I can. Now I can. I've I've been, I've started to get into it like the spicier hot sauces and stuff like that. I wouldn't say I can do like ghost pepper chilies or anything crazy, but I ate an entire a whole ghost pepper one time. I just yeah. bit it off. Was it dry? Time. No. The one no. I had was dry, and that was pain. It it tasted good. It was a fresh, like, it pulled from the plant, and I just, I ate it. It tasted good. Like, I like the flavor. It has a, it's a pepper flavor. Mm-hmm. But I almost passed out. Shit. That heat hit me. And for, like, three days after that, my gut felt warm. It's that capsaicin burning you the fuck up. Yeah, it... I, I genuinely think that that's a good way to get over a fucking fever, is you just you burn it out and yeah. you just eat a bunch of spicy shit. I have no medical like anything to back this shit up, but yeah, that's that's my theory at least, because I've noticed they don't fuck around, and I also noticed he was never out sick. Yeah. So I'm just looking at it from. Just strictly observation. I I also remember he's dead now, um, but it was my uncle Uncle Don, great Uncle Donnie or something over at Maryland. Do you remember visiting yeah, yeah. occasionally? I remember him telling me this story whenever he was in like Korea or something. It was like dreadfully cold, like winter, super cold. Yeah. He was in the military or something, and he ended up stripping down to just his t-shirt and like. You know, taking all of his coats and his overalls down and off because he was so hot. I was just like, how did you do that? And he was like, I ate kimchi that was made there in Korea. And he says, and when you get authentic kimchi, it is like unbelievably hot, spicy. And he was like, and I I couldn't bear to have my fucking clothes on, even in the winter air. So the motherfuckers literally had food that was designed to like help them stay warm in the winter. It's so fucking hot. It's 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 incredible what other cultures do, and us Americans are like, mm, that, you know, that seasoned salt's a little spicy. Be careful, you know. Yeah, it, it blows my fucking mind. We do. Uh, we have a lot of different foods in this country, but I will say that American foods, like shit that we came up with, awful for us. Oh, yeah. Hot dogs? Fucking terrible. Hot dogs are just can, it's just cartilage and, and the it's leftovers all the shit, yeah. blended together. It's all the shit that they didn't want to, you know, you can get scraps. You can get hot dogs that are that are meat. Like all beef. Yeah, yeah, all beef. You can get good ones, and they're quality. They're good. But if you just get them Oscar Mayer wieners, 
the fucking was it Eckridge Farms or whatever as well. If you get that, you're getting eyeballs. You're getting testicles. You're getting cartilage. You're getting assholes. You're getting taint. All that good shit. And yeah. It's blended up. Yum yum. Get you some type shit. You uh. I didn't eat lunch meat for the longest time, and it's because I watched a, uh, like, How It's Made episode, yeah. and it was how, like, lunch meat was made, and I saw the massive vats of just, it looked like sludge being poured out mm-hmm. to go through their, and like... can be steamed and congealed into a uh, cylindrical shape to be sliced. I think it was how bologna was made, and I, I was... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't fuck with bologna. I don't fuck with bologna personally. It's the thing. It tastes good. It's the same as Bologna's... hot dogs, though. I don't get it unless it's that quality, like, from the butchery stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I also really like to take buy sausages from the butchery and take them out of the casings and make my own patties for breakfast. I've been doing that some. Because the sausage, sausage that you get, the ground sausage at the store, I don't know, something about it is kind of weird. I don't know, it's like, I don't know if it's just because it's cheaper stuff or what, but you get it out of that casing from, like, a butcher, it's much higher, better quality. Yeah. It feel, it like, it makes me feel better to eat. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what that, what it is about that, but. Well, you want to call it this time? We're, we're getting close to the hour, I yeah. feel like. If we if we pick up another fucking topic... Yeah, we're going we're gonna to be an hour and 20 minutes in, so I yeah. just want to call it here. Well, so I guess the... The thing of the week is just, like, do some self-reflection. Mm-hmm. And if there's something you want to change in your life, you got the power to fucking change it. If, if, it's, if it's appearance-wise, like you want to change something about your appearance and you're dead set on doing it, what I would recommend is go to your mirror right now, take a good look at yourself, and if you are truly committed to doing it, you are truly committed. Not this, like, I, I really want to, but I don't know, I'm not, you know, I'm thinking about, no. Like, this is it. Take a picture of yourself and then focus on it from here on out and then watch the change happen. It's just like, because you're not going to notice it day by day looking in the mirror. But if you look at that original photo two months down the line, you're going to realize how big 15, 20 pounds difference is going to make. Well, you'll just, you'll, you'll notice fairly quickly. Oh, yeah. That that's, you feel better. That's what a lot of people makes them quit is they get two weeks in and they're like, oh, I can't tell a difference. And I you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. Because your body is going through some shit. It's not prepared for what you're doing to it. But that's why I look at lower, you know, small changes mm-hmm. add up and you start to see like, oh, I'm sleeping better because I'm not pounding those energy drinks. Yeah. And, you know, or, you know, I... Micro goals are important. Yeah. Micro goals and they stack up. Don't kill yourself like Dilly did here. Unless yeah. you want to be that guy. You got you to be a very special person to do that. You got to right? be committed as fuck to do that. So... With that said, as always, do fun shit, and in addition, beat the shit out of that fat kid in your head. Yeah, for real. Whoop him around a little bit. Discipline your mind. Everybody needs to. Yeah. Humble yourself. And we'll see you next time. See ya.